0: That's the moderated process of this uh, practice path. Mm-hmm. So we realizing that chitta, the awareness, is all mixed up in uh, forms and feelings and perceptions and memories and thoughts. It's um, it's all mixed up in that. It's a kind of primary intelligence, a primary awareness, and it's all uh, flooded and, and mixed up in this uh, uh, in this aggregated mass. And the expression that's used in the suttas is that one of one's chitta is chewed up by the aggregates. <laughs> it's broken into bits and pieces. So we see we have a physical body. We have visual objects, we have memories, we have a past, a future, cousins, aunts, um, you know, good side, bad side, emotions, feelings, all these bits and pieces. All of them containing something jitta is hovering, uh, invested in all this. And so, the, the you know, even though all this we recognize is in some ways incomplete, broken up, unsatisfactory. Still the extracting of the citta from this mass of suffering is a, a graduated and moderated process um, so that the results can be properly integrated it's not a, a sudden wrench the results can be properly integrated this, so the end result is that we're still you know, a functioning human being uh, on one level, with the personality and things we do and things we say, we can think and feel. But it's not this uh, heavy, weighty, tangled stuff. It's not the re- regret and and criticism and you know all the negative aspect. It's not the hungry, craving person. Person. It's a sapurisa, the true person. Mm. the person who is in true, is properly aligned, resonates with truth. There's no mixed upness in it. And it seems it's as if one extracts and then permeates the personal world, the personal fabric, with uh, the beauty of a jitta when it's become uh, freed from regret and pain. Mm. Just as... When the breathing is purified and it saturates the body uh, and it's experienced as as subtle pleasure radiating through the the pores of the skin in the absorptions. Just as the jitta when it's freed from the taint of regret, remorse uh, uh, and hostility has a great luminosity of metta, loving-kindness, it can then radiate and emanate and to to into one's life and the life of others. Said even practicing metta by one, one's complexion becomes serene and bright. So you know, you know, you know no additives, no botox. Just uh, <laughs> this is the pure way to do it. Yes, yeah. and it's true. Yeah, and if. Tissues are tissues, but there's a certain luminous beauty to, to, the, to the features of people who are illuminated. As it's said, it's in the, in the, often in the scriptures, one of the first signs that attracted people, they'd see these you know, these uh, people wearing rag robes, just getting up off the ground on bunches of straw. And, gracious me, and they, they, their faces are serene and bright. Countenance is pure and bright. How's that? You know, because of the purity of chitta, is radiating through this personal, you could say, or specific form. So just to, you know, recognise this, this, this. We're not destroying form uh, as such, or, or but the they're being clogged in it, oppressed by it. Clamped in it, restricted by it. The target that dwells with unrestricted chitta, you know, spanning, radiant, luminous. So this is the process. So how do we? So when we're cultivating, there's the sense of the something precious in all this, even in this mass of dukkha, and something precious to be distilled, Uh, and and so all of you have touched into that in order to have any sense of commitment and ability to discern the good and to resolve upon it, even when it's uh, not that comfortable on some levels to put aside. you know, one's, one's conventional habits and so on. And why? Why do we do this? We we touch into something, a truth, a, re, a ring of truth. And you don't necessarily see it. In fact, jitta is very difficult to see. One only ever sees the reflection of it in the actions. Mm. Reflection of it. It's said to be rather like uh, uh, the moon lighting on the water, or in the image of the hindrances, the face, one can't see one's face because the water is so cloudy and, and slimy. And if the hindrances are, are, are there, then one can see one's face in the water. But of course, that's not your face, is it? <laughs> that which looks is, is citta, and it sees the reflection, it doesn't, still cannot see it, can't be an object can't be something we see, it's something we are, it can be that 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 looking, that radiance that purity yeah. and then it manifests in terms of deeds and actions and disposition yeah. so this sense of uh, like a withdrawal in order to collect and gather and then the you know, the, the integration, mm-hmm. the uh, bringing the qualities of calm or kindness or steadiness, you know, strength, resolve, the many, many qualities, bringing them back through this, through our speech, the uh, way we carry our bodies uh, the way we relate to ourselves and others. So you're permeating. This is still practice, or oh, this is this is daily practice, permeating the personal world with a mind of goodwill, with a mind aligned to truth. And uh, this is where jitta expresses itself. It needs to express itself. To it needs to constantly purify this this form, this conglomerate that we are. We are born in, or endowed with, so that the, uh, as it said, the difference for the enlightened being and the unenlightened being is the enlightened being is someone associated with the aggregates, and the unenlightened being is associated with fixation on the aggregates, the upadana kanda. They're kind of gripped by them, they're not. They're not they can't radiate to them because they're stuck in them. They can't use them because they're bowed down by them, or hounded by them, or chewed up by them. So they can't really uh, radiate through those forms, perceptions, words, thoughts, actions. So when we with Cultivate, where do you, how do we do with, do with the first step, withdrawal, what kind of care is required? Yeah, we, we respect jitta and say, well, where can I find the place of truth? Of, and I call it the refuge place. Of course, we take refuge. Yeah, there's a term, but where do you feel it? It could be for you, it could be you know, a sense of a stillness in the heart or a good sense of groundedness in your body. Mm. Uh, it could be the space, the silence. You know, yeah, that's, that's where I find a place where I, my jitta feels I can, I can touch that, I can rest there, I can become more unified there. And so this is why there are these many meditation objects and these are your primary ones and people cultivate different ones. Mm -hmm. so my teacher used to cultivate the sound of silence as a nimitta which is a listening quality and a sense of space and use that rest on that his mind seemed to find uh, conviction and steadiness and unity on that side and then there allowing thoughts to rise and pass and be Resolved, untangled within that. Hmm. So, where does your where? What what can you touch? What does your citta, when you you know before you meditate, as you come into presence? What does your citta, as you sit quietly, and where does it find a sign of refuge, a rest place, a place of truth, a place where you ah oh, yes. And to build this up so it's something you go to time and time and time and time again. You know, not, not, you know, till it becomes something that becomes almost well, like second nature. Because for sure in our personal lives we get we get rocked. We get knocked around. Uh, you know. And so, you know, when that happens, you want to go to your sign, where you just, okay. It hasn't got an answer, but it's got a place of refuge. It does not got an answer to the complexities of, of our lives, but it's got a refuge place, where I can gather resources, gather strength. Let the jitta know itself. And no, this is just perception. This is feeling. Hmm. Hmm. This is physical sensation you know. and then this, this becomes very helpful it's not to say anything more than that just this is That's. You know. I mean the most, of course the most evocative is what we call our emotional life this is a tangle of perceptions that's an that's a impression you know I've been betrayed, I've been cheated, I've been Loss. I failed, I made a mistake, people hate me, that's an immediate flash impression, I'm wrong, something wrong with me Yeah. or, or that, that flash impression, and then there's the same card which is the activations which start to get activated by the blaming or criticizing or ourselves, others or proliferating stories narratives, this whole cascade and with emotional power in it and you, you know, over one recognising, well, this is dukkha, big time, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and just coming out of one partic- maybe one particular point, the point for most people would be the sense of, um, you know, dissonance. One is out of harmony. Uh, either one is out of harmony oneself, one has done wrong, one has committed something wrong. Or out of harmony with others, people don't understand me. People don't like me. people, uh, you know, people reject me. So, and these these things happen. Yeah, I mean, even the Buddha, he tried his cousin, his own cousin, tried to kill him seven times. You could take that very personally, couldn't you? Like, you, there's something wrong with you. When your own cousin, seven times, tries to kill you, have you assassinated? one could rightfully think, maybe I did something wrong. But <laughs> but the Buddha didn't think that. <laughs> he thought, it's a misguided man. you know, <laughs> Because he had a refuge place. And you see, normally when our, the perceptions arise, a big me happens in it. it? So it happens in it, so it means immediately we don't even notice it. The me doesn't seem to be a significant thing. The thing is just this, you know... Hurt, lost, betrayed, failed, and yeah, uh, you know, me. Uh, uh, what if What if it wasn't me? What if it was just that? Where did, did the me come in? Yeah, you know, the missing piece, a very significant piece. The me is born in this blur. On the hmm, very familiar blur that goes in with me, is always something that stretches over past and future and present. What? How can you be fast? You, know, you try and be a me just in the present moment, and it won't stay still. It has to keep moving. What kind of a self is that? Activations is surges, rushes, Uncomfortable, distressing, erratic, out of control, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and st- you know, permeated with regret or loss or longing or ill will, fear. With flush, flood. So this this volatile mix is the most difficult. This really is. You know, physical pain is something very, fairly steady compared with this. You can just focus on it. But this one is extremely volatile and very much me, mine. We, it's become the, the guide of our lives. Where we get pushed, where we rise up. So we need to find, not to say just don't have any, but to find a place where you can stand... I say stand or sit or be when this. So you get familiar with going to this place when this flood comes up. And various places: body. So mention them: silence, the movement of the body, the earth sign of the body, the simple earthy groundedness the breath sign of the body, the air sign. And also the, the, we cultivate a certain kind of focus that's suitable, so, uh, and by and large I recommend a slightly large, even slightly distanced focus. Because the closer you get, the more intense it gets. And there's a mesmerizing effect with uh, the powerful emotion it pulls in. And then we feel we should do something or we feel embarrassed that we have this quality. So that sense of detachment is, is quite literally almost a stepping back and referring to what's happening in the body. So it's some way in which we come out of the hot, the fire, the, the, fl- the flaring of it, into a position of some perspective. Um, and this, you know, so there really is not much to do, apart from to maintain access to one's, one's sign, the ground, the space, the listening, the quality of goodwill or acceptance, signs like this that you cultivate and make firm. and then Because by holding the jitta to that, it's not participating in the rush of the flood. Now, if you try to stop, you know, get change it, you, you participate in it. If you try to understand it intellectually, you participate in it. If you make a self out of it, you shouldn't be this way, you should be another way you one participates in it, chitta participates in it. So this is this sense of what Viveka detachment stepping back from the, the Sankara, the chitta sankara, the activations and using the sign as a steadying place. From that steadying place we bring up the suggestion. Mm. What, it, what in all this is needed? What's supportive? What's helpful? And avoid a thought, the verbal answer, the encouraging gesture, just to open towards the difficult experiences. And this is something to cultivate. It doesn't happen at first. First thought all, Judah just doesn't want it. closes down. It doesn't like the intensity of that. It withdraws. It, it hides from the intensity of, of feeling. Because it, it gets shattered by it. It loses its harmony in that. So that sense of the, the withdrawal is necessary. Yet we have to withdraw to gain the strength to be able to witness Otherwise, it's like suddenly you're looking into blinding light, and your jitter just gets dazzled by it. So that that's there's the pacing, isn't it? Who knows how long it takes? Why why have a clock? Why create some kind of um, you know progress sheet or track record? Why not? Why why use that? Just abandon it and know there's a process to be undertaken you withdraw you find your refuge place your sign you're steady in that uh, you know, and then depending on the qualities, the range, the propensities of the jitta, you, you feed upon it and linger in it to strengthen this is something that again can be progressively increased and. From there, then one can review what is you know classically just called the aggregates, but for ourselves it's going to be the experience of predominantly perception and feeling and activation mm-hmm. painful feeling uh, perceptions, poignant perceptions, and the activations of rushing, uh, triggered, freezing, locking, diverting. uh, uh, So that these are then reviewed from a place of dispassion, but with a mind that's bent and turned, taking in the atmosphere of goodwill. We're not, we're healing something that's been broken. Radiance, the jitta radiates into these aggregates, into our lives. Mm. We come from the personal to something transpersonal, such as a mindfulness, a meditation object, it's not a personal thing. From the transpersonal we turn to the personal, beginning to reset our bodies, the way the body organises itself. Oh, reset our attitudes. Instead of the business model, rush on and make progress, reset the attitudes. Things must be listened to. This takes, who knows, forget the time. Resetting our are uh, intentions, a mind bent on goodwill, on non-violence, on relinquishment mm. And so that this uh, this is how the Jitta strengthened uh, based upon dispassion, based upon detachment mm. clears the personal realm and it's free, unobstructed, sublime, peaceful, stilling of sankaras, clearing of old habits, acquisitions, Destruction of craving, desperate longing and need. Dispassion, ceasing, nibbana. So these you know lofty terms, mysterious terms, are pragmatically approached through and just as the meditation objects are pragmatically approached, where does the meditation object where does the jitta find a, a foothold to stand, to sit to to place itself? Yeah. So yeah, there are meditation systems, but you know it, it's it's even prior to that it's prior to that, you know you, you, it's not like. You have have to do the meditation, you have to to find the place where your mind will meditate (laughs) rather than just struggle trying to get some system going. (laughs) And I mean, there are a number of systems that could do that as long as one enters from that. Chitta comes first, heart comes first, faith comes first. What one has confidence in, where one gets a sense of yes, I can do this. This works for me. That comes first. Energy will gather there. Energy will gather there. Chitta will collect there. Panya can be developed from there. Mm. So we take our time with that, mm. and then so it's it's often quite, you know. A personal but specific. And then we start to, what will come up with that as you step back? You you have to work through the very personal, circumstantial activations of the aggregates, the activation of today. All yeah, that strange habit that one has or this unresolved regret or guilt that one has that keeps nagging coming back. And so these are not just silly details, but they are often the the the, the you know the, the the lead in to this mass of suffering. This is where the person got stuck. And so if you come in there you're gonna to start to unpick feeling, perception. Activations, and it will take you so that you find your path through this personal life into something beyond.